welcome to the Wanting to Wealthy podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Hogan. As someone who grew up in a pretty scarce environment and came out of college with a lot of debt, stuff, and insecurity, I thought that was just the lot I had to deal with in life. After several years of this, I decided that there had to be another way and gave away over half of my stuff, started working on my debt, and began looking at things through a lens that focused on my values and not what I thought others thought I should be doing. This podcast is all about the journey that happens from wanting to wealthy, and I'm so glad you decided to be part of it. All right, today's podcast episode is um, interest. We're going to talk about interest today. And it's been mentioned in various episodes over the years, but I've never done a podcast episode directly on interest rate. So, uh, and what they mean and how they work and things like that. It's a really complicated topic and I don't want to overwhelm you. Um, so, so this is going to be a shorter episode than I typically do. Um, and I'm only going to use one example with math and I created a worksheet. Okay, so if you have more questions or want to dive deeper into um, interest rates in general or a specific uh, situation for you, consider becoming a Patreon member and uh, working with me in in that way. Uh, The link for the Patreon will be in the show notes. In episode 58, I defined interest as the price paid to use other people's money but what does that look like if you're the one paying the interest versus if you're the one being paid the interest right two different situations most of us know it from the position of paying the interest right and interest is something that um we have to pay on loans or to get access to credit and it's just a thing we have to pay for right but here's where i'm going to test your memory a little bit about the terminology that we discussed in episode 57 and if you don't remember that's totally fine if you need a refresher that's cool too either listen to the episode again and or download the debt glossary um which will also be linked in the show notes um so we're going to talk about installment loans which are those car loans and home loans revolving lines of credit like PLOCs and HELOCs and credit cards and store cards they're all subject to interest right and the amount of interest you pay is required to be listed in a form uh called APR or annual percentage rate APR does take it does take into account things like fees, but it doesn't always take into account compounding. Okay, uh, compounding is when interest is earned on interest. The more often the compounding occurs, the higher the actual interest rate is compared to the APR. Um, APR was. Uh, created in the truth of lending situations that happened in an effort for people to, you know, have a consistent number to look at, um, no matter what company, bank, lender they were working with, 
it always has to be set up in the form of an APR, or if you're the one uh, earning it, then it's going to be an APY, which is an annual percentage yield. Um, but I'm just going to use it specifically in terms of APR. Um, I also have updated that glossary as I continue to add more information and talk about some of these uh, more technical topics okay therefore we're going to keep in mind that uh, as consumers APR is not exactly what we're going to be paying in interest necessarily unless it's a quote straight interest rate with no compounding so also remember that interest rates can be fixed which are stable for a set period of time or variable that can move with uh, different rates in the market or a combination of partially fixed and partially variable so say five points of it is fixed and the rest of it is variable so there's a few different pieces so the example of compounding interest I'm going to give you is compounding on a fixed rate loan. Okay, um, so let's say you borrow $100 at 12% APR and you will pay on it monthly. Um, the minimum payment is set by the lender. They can say, oh, I want a minimum of $25 no matter the size of the loan. They can say kind of whatever they want. So that I'm not going to give you. Um, however, regardless of if you pay on it or not, interest is going to be charged. And it is charged in terms of 12% APR divided by 12 months. So 1% per month. And you can do that with anything. I'm just doing it for easy numbers. So if you don't pay your bill and there's no compounding in the first month, and you've got 12% APR on $100, the first month your bill would go up to $101. And then the next month it would go up to $102 and then $103, adding another dollar each month, okay? If you make payments on that, then it's going to be 1% of whatever your outstanding balance is that's not related to interest, okay? So if the compounding is monthly, um, then, so first we did uh, no compounding. Then we're looking at monthly compounding. So that's when we're paying interest on our interest. Uh, student loans are set up like this. So um, remember to look at the two. Uh, okay, so if the compounding is monthly, you're going to owe 101 in the first month. Okay, exact same thing. Then you'd owe 102.1, so $102.01 in the second month, then $103.03 in the third month, then $104.06 in the fourth month. So the way I figured this out is that you take the total from the previous month and multiply it by 1.1 because we're including the interest we owe in the amount we're paying interest on, okay? If this is compounded daily, we need to take that same 12% APR, annual percentage rate, and divide it by 365. So how much of that are we getting charged every single day of the year, which is in this case 0.0329% per day, okay? so. 
if you're being charged daily um, for compounding interest, then it is going to compound on itself every single day, all right? So these are just examples of monthly and daily, but this could also occur quarterly, sometimes biannually, and sometimes continuously, okay? So it's always recompounding on itself. So as you can see, compounding works in the favor of whoever is getting paid, all right? So if you look at this in the form of a lender, when you're putting your money into an interest-bearing account, uh, like at a bank or a credit union, a CD, the stock market, a retirement fund, universal life insurance, something where you are getting paid interest, you become the lender. Okay, so we can see this from a consumer where we're used to seeing this from, or from a lender standpoint. So as a consumer, we want those rates to be low. We want the compounding to not happen very often. But as a lender, we want the rates to be high and we want the compounding to happen all the time, right? Or as often as possible. So how banks and other institutions make money off of this is by charging their customers more in interest than they're paying to use your money. So if you think about, say, you've got your home loan through your bank and you've got a high yield savings account through your bank, how much is your home loan interest rate? I think current interest rates are like eight and a half percent, right? So you're paying eight and a half percent on your home, which is $400,000. So if you think about how much eight and a half percent of $400,000 is, right, versus them paying, the bank paying you in your high yield savings account, um, three quarters of a percent on your five grand you have in there. They're paying a lot less in interest than what you're, than what you're paying. So the bank makes money by capturing the difference, okay? So as you're thinking about these, uh, and as I was building this um, episode, I decided to create a worksheet because whenever you're looking at applying for a new line of credit or um, what you might want to put your money in, um, it might be easier to actually look at the worksheet itself. So as we go into the worksheet, remember, if you're getting paid, you want the interest rates to be high and the compounding to be as often as possible. But if you're the one paying someone else, you want the interest rates to be low and the compounding to be as infrequent as possible. So um, because I gave you Again, a lot of information like I've been doing recently. Um, I created this worksheet and you can use it whenever you're going to work with an interest rate, regardless of whether you're the payee or the payer. So uh, the the worksheet is in the show notes and the worksheet is called interest rate worksheet and I've, I'll just go through the list real quick. Some things to think about as you're doing the, as you're um, considering a card or a loan or uh, a type of CD that you might want to work with. So first off, who's getting paid? 
you or someone else. What's the APR? And remember, that's the annual percentage rate. What's the compounding rate? Um, so the more often it's compounded, the more interest is paid. So you've got options here of none, uh, quarterly, monthly, daily, continuously, other if there's some other type of interest rate that they do. Uh, is the interest rate fixed or variable or both? That's important to know. Is there an introductory period to the loan? A lot of times with car loans, it's a 45 days before you have to pay for the first time. But with that 45 days, you can ask the lender, am I paying interest on this? Should I pay sooner? Should I reduce the amount that I'm earning interest on, right? Um, on credit cards, there's oftentimes an introductory period, 0% APR through XYZ time. Um, things like care credit and other loans. Uh, we had one with, I want to say it was a, it was a mattress place years ago, but uh, they work with Synchrony Bank and Synchrony will do these if you pay it off in 24 to 48 months that or 36 months, then you don't have to pay any interest. But if you miss a payment or you don't get it paid off in that time frame, then you get back charged all the interest. So it's really kind of a cool thing if you don't have um, any if you have a really good payment history and the ability to pay it every single month. But what's that introductory period? If so, how long does it last? What are the terms? That kind of thing. Um, are there any ways to reduce interest on student loans? I know for sure. Uh, auto loans and house loans. If you sign up for auto payment, a lot of times they'll knock a quarter of a percent of interest off. That incentivizes you because you're not paying as much an in interest and people who auto pay from a lender standpoint tend to be um, less likely to miss payments and things like that than someone who has to go in and manually pay every month, right? So that's a way to reduce the amount you're paying in interest. Is there an ability to balance transfer? Sometimes yes, sometimes no. Sometimes they will give you a opening option to balance transfer, but then everything else is subject to whatever current interest rates are. Um, and if it's a yes, what are the benefits to doing so? Um, and then last, are there any early payoff penalties? There are some cases where you actually get penalized for paying stuff off early because they're not going to make as much money off of you if you had not paid it off. So looking at these types of things, I've got a note section at the bottom of the page, then you can decide on the note section, um, you know, this is a good idea, this wasn't a good idea, this is why. Um, if you're considering this and wanting to talk to your partner or your roommate or something like that, this would be a great worksheet to say, hey, look, I did the research on this and this is how I feel about this situation. So that's available to you uh, just for being a, a listener on the podcast. Um, so all of those things are in the show notes. Like I said, not a super long episode, but hopefully one that was informative and makes you feel a little more comfortable about what the interest rates mean and how they work uh, in a way that wasn't too technical.
Thank you to all of my current and future Patreon supporters. Patreon tiers start as little as a dollar a month, and depending on the tier you choose, you can get discounts to upcoming events and workshops, as well as being part of the community of individuals and families working to change their money story through actions, support, and accountability. If you're ready to become a Patreon member, go to patreon.com slash wanting to wealthy. Thank you so much for supporting myself and the Wanting to Wealthy podcast. For more free content, consider signing up for the monthly newsletter at wantingtowealthy.com slash subscribe. Please share the podcast with someone you think can get value from it and screenshot yourself listening and share it on social media. I would love it if you tag me at Wanting to Wealthy when you do. If you are ready to take the next step for yourself and your financial journey, become a community member at patreon.com slash wanting to wealthy. The Wanting to Wealthy podcast was produced, recorded, and edited by myself, Ashley Hogan.